Hello, everybody. I am Peter Travers. This is Popcorn, where I tell you what's happening at the movies. And there's a movie now called Blockers, which, um, well, my guest, John Cena, will tell you what it's all about. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of him, you know, with the WWE. He's, he, acting isn't the number one thing on his schedule. He does have a day job. But the performance that he gives in this is not only hilarious, but touching and you believe it, which makes, when it's funny, even funnier. So oh, congratulations thank you. Thank you to you much. for that. All right, we're done. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> That's it's it. funny to do it. <laughs> no, explain a little to those people who haven't seen Blockers. Uh, so uh, a group of three young women, shown on the poster, um, decide they? they will waltz into womanhood on the same night. And they use prom as a vehicle. To How do nicely so. you put that. Waltzing into womanhood. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they're, uh, so they... they they make kind of an agreement to lose their virginity on prom <laughs> night. And uh, the parents of the children, or the young women, find out, and they come up with a plan to stop them. It seems so simple. Yeah. And yet, one would never guess the, the trouble that those three parents <laughs> get into, yes. especially you. And the hilarious ride that the kids go on as well. Well, they do, but I just love your character, Mitch. Uh, trying to basically be brave through it all the parents, and crying like a baby. Yes, the parents do a lot of the comedic heavy lifting yeah. and uh, get involved in some crazy situations. Tell me how this came about. Who uh, cast you? Who said, I have to have John in this movie? Uh, well, I, I don't think it was I, I have to have. Uh, oh, come on. Well, uh, I, I got a, a chance to read the script and the original script uh, went through some, some rewrites for what you see, but like I read the original script and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then I got back to the people who handed me the script and said, I really like this movie. I just want to be a part of it. And then it got up to Kay Cannon, who had already expressed maybe some interest, but was very reserved on, well, is this person like a real human being or is he just 250 pounds of hulking mass? Because the, the movie calls for strong relationships, mm-hmm. strong parent-daughter relationships, strong relationships between the parents. So there can't just be a physical element for physical comedy. So I went into audition with Kay and with everyone involved in making the movie, and it was about an hour and a half meeting where we read scenes for five minutes and then just talked, talked about life and uh, you know the the importance of the ethos of the movie, and uh, we we both really shared the same view. So it was a wonderful conversation, and it lasted an hour and a half because I feel we both just. We're so excited about the project, and then shortly after that, they said I could be it part happened. of the movie. But the the question about what acting is and what wrestling is, mm-hmm. you know, they have a lot in common. They have a lot in mm-hmm. common. I think the the biggest difference between WWE and uh, acting cinematically or for television is the aspect of the audience. Our audience drives our performance, mm-hmm. whereas on filming something cinematically. You, you use your performance to get the audience sucked in. Whereas we look around and the noise and the energy dictates our next move. So to do that, you have to be grandiose. You're not just looking to the front row. I'm looking up to section 312 to see how they're reacting. Mm-hmm. So everything is super, super big. And we pride ourselves on giving the WWE consumer at home the best experience. But the best experience always comes when our audience is going berserk. So you, the, the performances and the acting, so to speak, is over the top. It's very extreme. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, vaudeville type. But picture, picture a theater or a vaudeville 
scenario where the audience drives the performance with their noise. It's it's unique. It's one of a kind. Well, but that's what I'm saying. When you're on a movie set, though, you know, crews, <laughs> they're notoriously jaded about, yeah. what it is. okay, what's next? We need the next setup. You know, I'm, I'm not laughing. I've got no time for this. Yeah. When you see blockers in a theater, you're going to hear that reaction. Yeah. But nothing you can do about changing your performance to play no, to it. And, and uh, me kind of Getting stride in um, cinematic acting is is having faith in in the people I work for, and I work for Kay, mm-hmm. and she had a vision of the movie of which I shared, and I kind of know like okay, this is what I'm supposed to do as a character, and then a lot of conversations with her about what exactly do you want? Is there anything you specifically need? What did she say? What did she want? Um, a lot of times she was just worried about the emotion. Where you said there's, it's funny, but at times you need to care about this person in order to laugh with them. Because it, it is, with me, it's a story about what I'll do for my daughter. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being a whole lot of crazy stuff. Oh, boy. Yeah, but yeah. that's, I think that's because you know this guy is so strong on the outside, but vulnerable on the inside, and really genuinely will sacrifice everything for his daughter. I can relate to a person like that. So I feel for them, and I go through their ups and downs, and I laugh along with them. So how easy is it for you to cry? Uh, it, it depends. It depends. I, um, I, I spent a limited amount of time, but a special amount of time with Geraldine, and I, can, I literally remember the first day she wore that prom dress and mm-hmm. the first time I saw her come down the stairs. Like, I was moved because I saw the girls become friends so quickly. And Geraldine and I had spoken about our relationship mm-hmm. and how the, the dad-daughter relationship was, and we kind of both agreed. And I literally remember seeing her come down, like, looking all nice instead of like an athlete, which is how I had seen her look. Mm-hmm. And it was special. And, uh, and the moments in the movie were special because of that. Like they, and once again, that's a testament to the girls. Yeah, and it's a testament too. It's interesting that you have a woman director yeah. on this movie, Kay, with her thirty rock background, mm-hmm. you know, and producing and, and writing in it, and yet it's guys that were writing this script. But when you're watching it, it has it gives a lot of credit to these young girls. It does. It really does. It's and I think justifiably so. Culture has changed. We're in the information age. Uh, there is a massive push, as you know, for equality and, and fair treatment across mm-hmm. the board. And this movie just it takes it head on it's not preachy about it you don't sit down and feel your head over the head with messaging it just assumes that you know we are up to speed as a culture mm-hmm. and it doesn't stop to pause to to let the like it just assumes that like this is how life is now these girls are going to take their sexuality into their own hands because that's what's going on out mm-hmm. there and I, I i really is a brave approach by Kay, but i really it, i love it it's the right one what about in wrestling, in terms of women, and what's it? You're engaged. Yeah. You get congratulations. Yes, and you know? I asked uh, my lovely bride to be to marry me in a wrestling ring at WrestleMania. You did. It was one, so intimate. Almost one year ago. Almost. In front of seventy-five thousand of our closest friends. <laughs> yes, but that means a lot to you and Nicole. It, it does. And, and it's it, family, isn't it, it? It meant a lot to me specifically, uh, and I. Um, Nicole and I have been through ups and downs. Relationships are hard. And, and, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. And especially when your relationship is in the public. And um, Nicole had to deal with a lot of misconceptions about our relationship. So not only did I want to do something that important um, with a group of people that I've 
known as my family for the last 15 years of my life. But I also wanted, what a global stage, to be able to tell the woman in my dreams that I would like to marry her. And um, just a year ago or so ago, that people would think that would be impossible. So for all that she had to put up with, oh, he's not with you, and he's, he doesn't want to marry you, so you're only this. And mm -hmm. all the while, we both know how we felt about each other. I wanted to do that for me, mm -hmm. uh, to be able to do it around the people that I care about, and also for her to let the world know that how I felt, how I felt about her. Because you, you surprised her for real, I did. doing it. I it did. could have backfired on you, John. I, I she could have said, what the... Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and always, um, it was also one of those things where she could have, like, it, and, and I really uh, am very eternally grateful to the audience. Because mm -hmm. as you know, I just stated, our audience controls the programming. Mm -hmm. They could have just been like, no, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> but if you watch, every, like, everyone knew the, bl the gray blurring of the lines became very real. And it was a genuine moment, and they were witnessing something special. So they, they made it special. But, uh, you know, she could have definitely said no, kicked the ring out of my hand, walked away, and then in the back been like, I really mean yes, I was just kind of going for it. Right there. <laughs> and that, I, yeah, we were I, just know, playing. That like, might have, I yeah. didn't rule that out, but I, I, it's because of the audience. that I, I have a wonderful moment that is recorded in time that I'll remember forever. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't want to really tell us what's going on with the wedding. No, the, the, the planning is going great. The planning is. I just can't tell you because Nicole's the boss and she's got all the details. So she's ruling this roost, isn't she? This, she is. Everything that's she is. Say, it's happening. You're I'm, not designing anything. No, no, no. I'm involved. I, I get like <laughs> You're uh, going. last right of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think I have like last right of refusal, but it's always a yes, that looks great. Okay, great. That's that, that's excellent. Thank I you. remember all I had in terms of influence on my wedding, and uh, it was, you know, really tiny bit. Of my uh, my suggestions are uh, great food, great music, open bar. That's it. I think that makes for a good celebration, no it's, matter where you're at. It's almost as good as hustle, loyalty, and respect. That's, you it, know, it's almost it's <laughs> it in, almost, in the realm of party planning. Yes, <laughs> you want the wedding to have all of that to yes. do it. But the thing I was getting at was because you two are so close, and she's a woman in this field. Do you see the same thing happening in the culture? In that? I uh, believe it or not, I actually saw it happen earlier in the WWE. Right. Um, I guess what could be described as the Me Too movement of the WWE hit years earlier. Because, once again, um, we're one of, one of, if not the most socially active uh, program on television. We have live market research at our ears every night. And uh, our culture stood up and said, give these women a chance. And their voice changed our, the direction of our programming. And we did. And the, the women are fantastic. And it's never been a better time to be a superstar in the WWE F from any uh, sex, gen gender, it doesn't matter. Like, it is very, um, it's, it's, it's a very equal playing field when it comes down to that. It's, it's a wonderful thing that happened ahead of the curve of culture. Yeah, it sounds like that. Yeah. That it is ahead of it. Yeah. You know? Well, that uh, they're not lagging behind. We just kind of got the message first, and because we write TV pretty much the day of the show we can change content and adapt to what's going on so mm -hmm. if we hear something if we hear the noise on monday we can adapt it to our program on tuesday and have it that quickly for the turnaround so it's kind of incredible it is it's amazing it's, a, it's it's massive live content production that churns out hours of digestible live content on network on streaming on digital uh live like it's it really is an amazing animal
Who is your basic audience? Who do you think watches you the most? Because uh, there's kids that love you. Well, and there's you know here we are. One would speculate, oh, it's kids from WWE. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting here talking to you about an R-rated comedy, I, yeah, and it's not it. my first. You didn't have any adverse reaction when you did Trainwreck from anybody in the wrestling world. No, no, and I th- like. I guess I'm past the point of caring. I, I loved the script. I loved the the part. I loved the people I was working with. I was gonna do it. Judd Apatow, Amy Schumer, oh not bad. To do yeah, that. right. So uh, I but, don't care if anyone would be like, uh, "You don't look cool anymore." Okay, great. Stop looking cool years ago. Who cares? So uh, <laughs> who cares? Okay. I, well. I, no, never any, any any animosity from a WWE. There's that scene I can't forget of basically you with Amy in the movie theater and yeah. uh, the guy looking at you and saying, yep. "Hey, Mark Wahlberg." Yeah. And you say something like, uh, "I'm Mark Wahlberg who ate Mark Wahlberg." Yeah. You yeah. Know? Something to I that have effect, this yeah. to do this. What got you in the first place interested in doing this aspect of? I mean, you're from Massachusetts, yeah. right? Yep. So was it? What was the first thing you were interested in being as a kid, as a teenager? Oh, you know, uh, as a teenager, it's kind of when you realize, like, okay, all those uh, fantasy. And this is a horrible way to go about it. So I, I guess I, like, don't do this at home. <laughs> um, I guess I have to start working on a real job now. I was always drawn towards athletics, but like the emotional excitement of athletics. I was never really any good at anything, like super good standout, knowing that like, okay, you may have an outside chance at a professional career in sport, but I was so drawn to the emotional, like emotional uh, reaction that sports gives people, both its players and its fans. Mm -hmm. So I kept playing sport through high school and college, but I just kind of liked physical fitness so gravitated towards kinesiology and movement studies and, and exercise physiology and got my degree in that uh it's it's kept me healthy over all these years mm-hmm. so I, I apply my degree every day but um the way up. you say that though all these years are you basically saying your days of wrestling are kind of numbered well you know this is my 16th year in the yeah. wwe so i i can't honestly say that i have more days in front of me than mm-hmm. i do behind me the scale mm-hmm. is I've already put together a pretty decent track record. Uh, the fact that I've been able to do it at the, the pace that I have for 16 years is, that's not your regular statistic. That falls into like the Tom Brady category. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know when it's, I'm in that, that time frame that now you don't know. So I don't know. Like, um, I'm not supposed to be where I am anyway, so I don't know when it's all going to end. <laughs> I guess so, but because you've always been in such tremendous shape, to, you to maintain that. I'm thinking of you as a kid, not being doing what kids are doing in terms of drinking or drugs no, no. or any of that. Uh, stuff. I was a, a very reserved young man, and I started uh, working out at the age of 12, and it's just something that I was drawn to. And um, I later on, at around the age of 15, found out that I could apply my strength to sport, and because I was so far ahead, so much stronger than the young kids. Now, keep in mind, this is. 1993, 92, so like strength and conditioning really hadn't hit. Like now you have young 10-year-olds, 8-year-olds doing sports-specific strength and conditioning. <laughs> but back then I was one of the, the, the first young kids, especially in a small town, to do that. So I was way ahead of my peers as far as strength. And my strength carried me a lot farther than my ability on the football field because I could just knock people over. <laughs> so yeah, that that's kind of what got me through high school <laughs> cool. and into college. Yeah, if I have a problem, I can knock Just them knock over. Just knock somebody over. Right, that's the way it is. Yeah. But the image that you started with wrestling was a tougher guy. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, well, uh, you you um, you try your hand at creating identity with the audience. You want them to be able to relate to you. I know this guy. This is his thing. <laughs> this is his gimmick. This is his shtick. You uh, can't see me. That as I still do that. <laughs> but I started out. My my first personality was a half man, half robot. That was a failure. Uh, and then I was set to be a protege of one of the top bad guys in a very smaller territory. And then when I got the first chance to perform for WWE, they just said, go out and be a good guy. And that was very vague advice. And I didn't know how to do it. So it was a failure. And then by absolute chance, uh, one of the members of the creative team, along with Stephanie McMahon, had heard me... Um, freestyle rapping mm-hmm. and said do you want to do that on television I jumped at the chance because as an audience member I don't know like what a good guy is but I know what the rap guy is and that became that hard hitting brash talking anti-authority um, do everything your own way bad guy became my way to attach to the audience and then from there you basically take this character on like a 13 year story arc so you have you to you have to evolve, and I'm I mean I'm still there, still as are me. Are both of those guys you? Yeah, absolutely. It's just facets of your personality that you can see uh, reacts with the audience. And okay, they like this. Okay, turn that up a little bit, or play with this, or uh, you know what am I gonna? I want to stop rapping. So what is what is it that I'd like to showcase now? Well, I am a good guy. I pride myself on work ethic. I pride myself on respect. I'm very loyal to my friends. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can make that into a character. And it worked. Yeah, and then you have the next few years of the story arc until it comes to the next spot. Well, John, this has been the first time you're on the show, so you don't know we always end in a little bit of song. Okay. And I don't know if you're still rapping. I'm not. I'm not. But you could maybe I mean, have invented one that would be appropriate to Bachers. Uh Could we sing a... Like a, is there a, a steady prom song that works? Is there a prom? You, I mean, like <laughs> you're going to come up with that steady prom song? No, I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> yes, no. Rule one about the the hip hop business: it's a young man's game. <laughs> it is okay. absolutely a young man's game. Do you have? But a your favorite? time is now. It, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. My time is now. now. That could be a decent song. Song. I think. I think that's a cat. <laughs> if we put some. Some trumpets behind it, maybe. I mean, I mean, I, it hasn't been so long since I've done any music, but like, wait, something like that. Wait, hold on. That could work. And you were like, time is now. Wait a second. Hold on. Your time is up, my time is now. Your time is up, my time is now. It's a franchise, boy, I'm shining now. Your time is up, my time is now. That could work. It could. That it could work. absolutely you know, work. People, you saw it like birthed here, you know? So I'm, Whatever going, comes I'm later. going from here to the studio. To the studio. Because that needs to and be a song. And we get six and a half percent. I will. I will relook <laughs> at that in a few minutes. I yep. bet that you will. Yep, the contracts will be in the we mail. Saw it. If they we, don't show we, up, just wait. We saw it all happen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Man. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. <laughs>